Attention SLPs and OTs with existing private practices. Are you ready to level up your private practice and your life and make this your breakthrough year? If so, join us for Make More in 2024, a free training offered on Thursday, March 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern to discover how to shift from clinician to CEO. During the training, we'll talk about the importance of maximizing your income, adding revenue streams, setting up systems, and more so that you can ultimately work smarter and build a successful, sustainable, and sellable business. To sign up, just visit growyourprivatepractice.com backslash training. Don't miss the chance to learn how to effectively navigate the growth phase of the private practice journey. See you on the training. Are you planning to leave your job in the next few months and shift into your own private practice full-time? Starting a private practice part-time is the best way to start, but it's not the best way to grow. Most folks can handle seeing a handful of private clients after work and on the weekends. But if the word is out about your practice, your caseload is full, and maybe even you have a wait list, I bet you're thinking about the steps that you need to take to safely leave your job and shift into full-time private practice. If you have a growing private practice caseload and you still work either part-time or full-time for someone else, and you're looking to make the shift into your own full-time private practice in the next few months, don't make the shift until you listen to this episode. I'm Jenna Castro-Casbon, speech-language pathologist, business coach, and creator of the Start Your Private Practice system. And I'm on a mission to turn stuck SLPs into successful private practitioners. If you're tired of dealing with high productivity requirements, high caseload sizes, and low pay, it's time to take control of your professional, personal, and financial life and finally get the freedom, flexibility, and financial abundance that you deserve by working with private clients in your own practice. Join me here each week as I share tips, best practices, and inspirational interviews on the Private Practice Success Stories podcast. If you're a private practitioner or one in the making, you're in the right place, so let's get started. So many folks who started part-time private practices during the pandemic have experienced massive growth. Maybe you only intended to see a small number of clients, and now your private practice caseload is bursting at the seams. Not only that, but because you're still working for someone else, your time and income are capped until you can make more time and space for private clients. We see this pattern time and time again with students in our Start Your Private Practice program. They went through the program, got their ducks in a row, announced their private practice, and before they knew it, referrals started coming in. They made back their investment on the program quickly, and their practices were up and running. Then folks started having to decide whether to stay in their jobs and keep seeing clients on the side or go all in on their private practices. What's interesting is that before COVID, most of the folks in the START program just wanted to have a small part-time private practice and keep their jobs. But there's been a major shift, and people are using the START program to start up and get to a place where they can comfortably leave their jobs, knowing that they have a full wait list and a steady stream of referrals when they go all in on themselves and their practice. That is exactly what today's episode is about, 
how to make sure that you're ready to transition into full-time private practice and what kind of things you need to have in place so that you're ready to hit the ground running. What you're about to hear was originally recorded as a video training specifically for growth-focused SLPs and OTs in private practice. Since this was a video training, at the end, I mentioned filling out a form below if you want to know how we can help you shift into full-time private practice. In order to access that form, please visit growyourprivatepractice.com backslash full-time. And full-time is all one word. Even if you think you're a ways off from shifting into working completely for yourself, I want you to listen to this episode because you're going to want to start preparing to leave your job at least a few months before you leave. So you may need this information quicker than you realize. Okay, enjoy the training. Today, we're going to talk about three steps to successfully shift into full-time private practice. Hi there, it's Jenna. And if you've been wondering whether or not full-time private practice is for you, and if you've been struggling with the decision of whether or not to leave your full-time job, it is completely normal to want to gather the facts first. And this short training is going to give you three specific steps to take to know what to do in order to leave your job and successfully transition to full-time private practice. Now, I've intentionally kept this video short because I know that you're super busy right now and you don't have any extra time to focus on growing. You're probably just trying to keep your head above water. And if you do have a rare free moment to think about growth, you may be unsure of what steps to take. Right now, time is scarce and precious, so I want you to know exactly what to focus on at this stage of your private practice journey. Even though it feels impossible right now, my goal is to help you learn how to strategically grow your private practice in a way that will allow you to have the extra time and balance that you set out to create. In case we haven't met yet, my name is Jenna Castor-Casbon. I'm a speech-language pathologist and private practice consultant who has helped over 10,000 SLPs and OTs start, grow, and scale successful private practices. I'm also the creator of the Grow Your Private Practice program, where we help SLPs and OTs go all in and create sustainable private practices using systems, structure, and support. People come to me when they are maxed out. They have a waiting list, growing demand for their services, and are completely paralyzed with fear in terms of what to do next and are terrified of making a mistake as they grow their private practice to the next level. And they want to get here. They want to be able to resign from their job in the schools or the hospitals or even someone else's private practice. But they want to make sure that their own private practice is in a perfect position to be able to leave their job comfortably. The global pandemic has resulted in a unique situation. Now, let me just start by saying that the pandemic has been an absolute tragedy. It's disrupted all of our lives, and many people have lost loved ones. Clinically, there are more children and adults than ever who need services, and many private practices are booming due to the demand. The reason why more people need services is either because they've been going without, stuck on wait lists, or been putting it off to wait and see, and now several years have gone by and they're finally attempting to get services, but there are not enough providers. If you started your private practice during the pandemic, chances are it got going fast and it grew quickly because of the huge demand for clinical services. 
But the problem is that some practices grew too fast, leaving many private practitioners feeling completely overwhelmed. While interest and demand in your clinical services is a great thing, if you don't have time to see more private clients because your day job is holding you back, you're probably feeling guilty for not seeing clients and for leaving money on the table. More SLPs and OTs are focused on going full-time in their practices than ever. 41% of students in the START program are interested in going full-time in the next one to three months. The next 27% want to go full-time in the next six to 12 months. This is a huge shift from before when people were very content to have part-time private practices. Now, more people are wanting to go full-time and we want to be able to support them. I believe that starting a private practice on the side is the best way to start, but it is not the best way to grow because you're limited by how much time you have to focus on your practice. Chances are your schedule looks like this. You're stuck in a full-time job with a part-time private practice that you want to grow. You're seeing as many clients as possible on the side, but you've reached a breaking point and you don't have enough time to see more clients. In this situation, you're probably only seeing about six to 10 clients at most, which doesn't leave you much time for documentation, billing, marketing, or having a life. This becomes a scenario of working all the time and heading even quicker towards burnout. Sound familiar? If your hours are maxed out and you have a wait list, your private practice income is capped. I want you to know that you don't have a capability issue, you have a capacity issue. Just like how you have the capability to learn how to become an SLP or an OT, you also have the capability to learn how to run a thriving business. The issue is that if your schedule is packed, you have a capacity issue. There's big demand for services right now. And if the demand for your services exceeds the amount of openings that you can offer, also your growth is capped. Whether or not you've had a part-time private practice for a few months or a few years, we want to help you go full-time in your practice as quickly, efficiently, and profitably as possible. We've discovered a much easier and more efficient way to help SLPs and OTs grow their private practices. There are three important things that you need to do before you leave your job. The first thing is to do the math. Remember earlier when I showed you this graphic? Well, the red part is your day job, which is probably taking up most of your time. The green blocks, well, those are your private therapy sessions, and you're probably fitting in as much of these as you possibly can. In this scenario, you're able to keep your full-time job. So let's just say for math that you are taking home $55,000 in salary plus $31,000 for your private practice. You're working 60 plus hour work weeks and your income is capped at $86,000 max, but you have no free time. Now let's do the math for what it could look like if you had a small solo practice. In this scenario, the green blocks are your sessions and the navy blocks are the CEO time where you actually have time to focus on running your business. In this scenario, you're able to earn $130,000 through your private practice. That's 25 hours in sessions and 5 to 10 hours running your business for a grand total of $130,000 and having more free time. 
This is what things could look like if you have the time to focus on your practice and see as many sessions as you needed to in order to hit your income goals. This is 25 sessions per week where you are treating clients and an additional five to 10 hours actually running your business. Here's what things could look like if you keep growing. So now in addition to your sessions and your CEO time, we've also added a contractor or an employee just part-time. You've chosen which days you want to work and what hours you want to work. You've left time to run your business and you've brought an employee or a contractor into your business part-time. This allows you to only work three to four days a week and have a contractor or employee see your clients during after-school hours. This allows you to increase your private practice income without working more hours. It also allows you to earn money during times when you are not working. And if you decide to grow your team even more, now let's say you're seeing some sessions and you still have your CEO time, but now you have two employees, either part-time or full-time, treating in your business. You are only working three to four days a week and your team is seeing clients. This has allowed you to triple your capacity and increase your revenue, but you're still only working the hours that you want to work. Make sense? Here's an example of someone who has done just that. This is Samantha Asher, who after going through both the Start Your Private Practice program and the Grow Your Private Practice program, has a practice that allows her to work three days a week, make six figures a year, and take her daughter to toddler ballet on Fridays. Samantha did the math, and then she did the work to make it happen. The next thing that you need to do before you leave your job is to set a date. I want you to literally look at a calendar and set a date one to two months out. From a logistical point of view, at this point, you need to give adequate notice to your employer and also start to create openings in your schedule and start booking clients. As you start to step into the CEO role, the other thing that you want to do is to start to take on that identity of being a full-time business owner and thinking of your private practice not as your side hustle, but as your full-time practice. This is also the time where you want to start preparing your business to get ready to grow. This is Kristen, who is also in both the Start Your Private Practice and Grow Your Private Practice programs. And I love how she posted about giving her 30 days notice at her home health job and being emotional about it, not because it wasn't the right decision, but because she was able to get to the point of being able to leave. I can't wait to celebrate this with you too. The third thing to do before you leave your job is to start ramping up your marketing. If your current private caseload is maxed out, you probably stopped marketing. And I get it. Your schedule is maxed out and maybe you even have a waiting list, but you're going to be opening up more spots very shortly. So it's time to get back to focusing on marketing. Until you leave your full-time job, I want you to focus on increasing your referral sources, turning inquiries into clients, and utilizing what we call caseload fillers, things like school contracts, becoming an insurance provider, and lining up mass screenings. This is Amanda, who recently joined the GROW program, and as you can see, was prepping to grow her practice before leaving her job. She said, I resigned at the end of December, at which time I had seven clients, and now I have 24. I joined the program last night so I can look forward to how much I can continue to grow. And let me tell you, Amanda has grown. 
She shared her story on episode 176 of the Private Practice Success Stories podcast, if you'd like to listen to her full story. And this is Rachel, who was also able to line up a bunch of sessions prior to leaving her job, focusing on marketing and preparing her practice for growth before leaving her job is allowing her to transition to full-time private practice without sacrificing her income. In leaving her job, she already had 25 to 30 hours of therapy booked for the summer, all private pay. Rachel has placed herself in a wonderful position to hit the ground running. We've helped Rachel get in a perfect position to be able to hit the ground running. Unless you prepare in advance for the growth of your business, Growth can feel chaotic and unpredictable, or it can feel strategic. Here are some questions to ask yourself before you leave your job. First, is there evidence that there is demand for your services? For example, are you getting inquiries and do you have a wait list? Or do you know that there is a need in your area that you haven't pursued yet because you haven't had the time? I'm thinking about things like additional referral sources, school contracts, and things like that. The next thing to consider is, do you have support from a partner, a parent, friends, or a program with peers, information, and mentorship? The next thing to have in place is at least a small financial safety net. This could be in the form of savings, a spouse, a part-time job, or even a per diem job. This will help you stay afloat until consistent money is coming in. And lastly, I want you to ask yourself, what is it costing you to stay? Is staying in your job literally costing you money because you're losing out on more money by saying no to clients? Is it costing you time with your family? Or is it even costing you your mental health due to the stress and not feeling in control? This Grow Your Private Practice member said that quitting my job was hands down one of the best decisions of my life, both for my mental health and for focusing on my practice. So the real question is, are you committed to making this work? Most successful business owners are completely committed to their goals. It's not that they don't ever fear failing, but they don't see it as an option. In order to be successful, you need to be committed to doing the work in order to meet your goals. Getting support throughout the transition process is invaluable. It is completely possible to thrive after going all in and investing in your private practice growth in order to avoid many of the mistakes that happen when you guess how to grow. In my experience as a private practice consultant, successful private practices don't build themselves. We have a program called Grow Your Private Practice, which is specifically for SLP and OT private practitioners who want help with the following. Being able to build to full-time levels quickly, doubling and tripling their caseloads, setting up systems to increase efficiency, hiring both clinical and non-clinical team members, accelerating their income and their profit, setting up KPIs and tracking numbers and metrics, learning how to earn more and work less, and finally, stepping into the CEO role of your private practice. We don't just give you a ton of videos to watch because you're too busy for that. We give you plug-and-play marketing plans, system setups, checklists, accountability, and hiring support when you are ready. 49% of the people who join the Grow Your Private Practice program haven't left their job yet and use the program to transition into their private practice full-time. The other half have already made the leap, but want support to grow in a more steady and sustainable way. 
So basically, you can get set up to grow before you leave your job or after. But what we're seeing is that the folks who join before they leave are able to hit the ground running because they have structure and systems in place. We only work with people and practices that we know that we can help. So here are your next steps. First, complete the instructions below and then have a quick chat with a member of my team. When you hop on a quick call, we'll help you make a plan to shift into full-time private practice in the smoothest way possible. The quick chat is designed to be helpful and help you understand your next steps. I don't want you to feel intimidated or scared by booking a call. Believe me, it's a lot scarier to build your private practice without help than it is to hop on a quick call and see if we can help you reach your goals. So what I want you to do is to follow the instructions below right now. You'll hop on a quick call with a member of my team and they'll help you identify your greatest opportunities and also know if we can support you in the GROW program. If we can't, we'll tell you that too. But either way, we look forward to learning more about you, your practice, and your goals. So just fill out the form below and we'll be in touch soon. We look forward to the day that you go all in on your private practice and you post about it in our private Facebook group. Like Bree, who resigned after not returning after spring break. And Tyler, who is so excited to announce that his separation is in and that he couldn't wait to get it finished and moved on. And Lisa, who officially resigned from her part-time contract job and is ready to go all in on her private practice. If you want help to grow your private practice and achieve your growth goals, just fill out the instructions below and we'll be in touch soon. I hope that listening to that training was helpful, especially if you're starting to think about leaving your job and shifting into your own private practice full time. Going all in on your private practice is a big deal. And I want to make sure that you are ready for it. About half of the folks who join the Grow Your Private Practice program do so while they still have full-time jobs so they can minimize the risks and get set up to hit the ground running with as many clients as systems in place as possible. If you haven't heard of it, the Grow Your Private Practice program is our higher level program for growth-focused private practitioners. We help our members with everything from getting clients to increasing their income to setting up systems, to hiring a terrific team. Just like I simplified the process of starting private practices, I've simplified the process of growing private practices. This program was designed with the busy private practitioner in mind. For example, we have tons of checklists, as well as short and actionable trainings that teach growth strategies to help you exponentially grow your practice and get an amazing return on your investment. To learn more about the Grow Your Private Practice program and how we can help you shift successfully into full-time private practice, please visit growyourprivatepractice.com to learn more. As always, thank you for listening and know that I'll be back next week with more tips, tricks, and success stories from my most successful students. See you then. Well, this episode might be over, but we don't have to say goodbye. Head on over to independentclinician.com for resources that will help you at each stage of your private practice journey. If you're on Instagram, let's connect. Follow me and send me a DM. I'm at independent clinician. And if you're on Facebook, make sure that you join the SLP and OT private practice beginners Facebook group. 
All right, off to help more regular SLPs and OTs become successful private practitioners. Let me know if I can help you too.